Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast. We are here today in Glasgow, actually, so that's why it's a little bit echoey. We're on the road for the P1 live tour, but we need to talk about some Formula One sprints that have been announced for 2024. Tommy, you've got them on your laptop right there. I sure have. It starts with the Chinese Grand Prix, the 21st of April, then Miami, 5th of May, Austria, 30th of June, USA, 20th of October, Brazil, 3rd of November, Qatar, 1st of December. So, yeah, six venues again. Six venues again, which is um, good, in my opinion. Uh, I didn't want any more than six, because, you know, we have 24 races scheduled next year. Um, Yeah. So, you know, it is reasonably diluted into that. 30 races, technically. You can't sprint wow, as races. We're having 30 yeah. races. Around Surprised 30. F1 haven't, haven't sort of pushed that as a. I'm sure they will uh, in 2024. But, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, for me, good news because I, I don't mind sprints. I think that if they tweak the format and make it better, maybe I'd be open to more. But right now, if they are, well, they haven't actually said the format yet, have they? It's just that they've said that the venues. No, I really hope they do change that format. The, the only thing for me is just the. It's, it's the sprint day is just so needless, in my opinion. The the Saturday where you do qualifying again, so it feels like it's so repetitive to do qualifying for Friday, which we don't, don't nothing happens till Sunday, which is fine if the next session wasn't just qualifying again. You feel like you're just watching on repeat. And a lot of the time, it has been a repeat of what happened. Like, you know who's quick. You know who's going to be better. Good in qualifying, so it doesn't really. That's fine if Charlotte Leclerc gets pole back to back poles like in back. You know <laughs> what I mean? That was that was a sensational day. Um, but yeah, it, and as well, not only dedicating a lot of your time to that day, but also for really short sessions because it's like a. It's not you know we just had Friday qualifying, which was the big boy. Then you get into Saturday, and it's a short sort of thirty minutes of running in qualifying. And then we have a short thirty-minute race, like three hours later. It's just yeah, but I mean, look, we've spoken about the format plenty of times, and I think that by the sounds of it, they're going to tweak it. I don't know if uh, reverse grids will come in because I, I would love that in some regard, not full one to twenty switch it round, but maybe the top six, top eight, something like that. Let's get some spice going in these sprints because Give then I'd be open spice. to twelve. I'd be open to half. If they properly gave us like an F2 format, you know, top eight reversed kind of vibe, sign me up. Yeah, exactly. It needs to be different. There needs to be some kind of twist to make it to make it interesting. And fingers crossed that is the case because, yeah, we've seen the circuits, but at the moment it's kind of like, other than a couple, which we'll mention that I do think are amazing for sprint. And I think they're, they're definitely learning what works because I think they have picked some good ones here. Um, 
it all really comes down to the format and whether it's going to be exciting or not. Let's go through each venue then, starting with yeah. China. Your favorite. So great to see China back on the, on the calendar. Wow. The Shanghai International Circuit. Let's go. It's going to produce probably one of the worst worst races ever after me being so excited for it. But I, I, yeah, I'm really excited for China's comeback as a whole. And I think as a sprint, I think it would actually lend itself quite nicely uh, to, to China and, and that particular track. Um, so, so I'm all for it. Uh, I think probably they've put the sprint there in order to give it a little bit more attention, considering it's not been on the calendar since COVID hit. Um, a little treat for it coming back. Yeah, so have another race. Lovely. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for it. I think I think it will be a good venue for a sprint. I am not so sure. No, shut up. <laughs> how what dare you? you how disagree? dare you? Don't no slander of the Shanghai. No, because circuit. I'm not slandering it because I like you think it's actually a really good and underrated track and it delivers some quite good Grand Prix. I just don't know whether it's the right venue for a sprint. Why? Because the straight is like four years long and. and from what I've learned from Brazil is that you need short, quick, short lap tracks. I know that's why, skipping ahead, that I think some of these will be quite good. But China, I'm still unsure of. But if you know they can follow down that straight and swap positions each lap, then maybe. But yeah, I'm 50-50 on this one. I think this one will come down to like a case of, of whether we see an interesting format in terms of like, like say reverse grid or whatever, then yeah, yeah, it probably will be great. But um, we'll have to wait and see what they do with that. I can't believe you're 50-50. I'm 100-0 because I'm biased because I love the circuit and I used to have a number one world record time trial back in 2010. So not that I continuously remind myself of that. Um, So yeah, that's, uh, that's China. Next up. Miami. There's one we might agree on. <laughs> this one. Hmm. Oh, dear. Uh, they've, in my opinion, what they've done here is they've gone, well, Vegas really did do a lot, didn't it? Miami, you don't, ha- you don't really do much right now. They don't have a purpose. Let's have no. a sprint and then we give you two chances to have a good race. Because, you know, even if the sprint's banging and the, the main race is you know, rubbish, overall we'll go, oh, well, you know, we had some good action at Miami. That's my thinking there. I know they're very far apart, but yeah, Vegas seems to have kind of stolen Miami's USP, which was kind of like a celebrity America race, yay, or bells and whistles and fancy. One's in the day and one's in the night, Tommy. I know. That's the difference, right? But Miami is not great. Um, And the problem with Miami has always been that, and we've seen this every year, is it's there's no running on it at all. So it's very, very, very dirty offline, which makes it really hard to overtake. So I'm not holding out much hope for the sprint because I don't think people like it's just going to be one of those tracks, yeah, where are people going to be able to overtake easily? Like if they couldn't in the main race, why would they be able to in the sprint? Very true. Very true. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have hold, I don't hold too much hope out for Miami, but. As I say, they get two rolls of the dice to have a good race around there. Uh, so let's, let's wait and see. This episode is sponsored by Tennis Channel Plus. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. 
Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May the 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. What's next? Next is Austria, which we have seen before, twi twice. Yeah. Took it back there in 23 and they've clearly got an Austria works. And this is, this is what I think they've realized is the short tracks are the ones that sprint work best. Short tracks. Yes. Short tracks, that's the one. So Monaco then, yeah? Not that one, it's got to overtake. But, but short, the shorter lap time, the better. I think the greatest sprint of all time would be at Bahrain Short. We can dream, it would never happen. But yeah, Austria, I think is a good choice. It's delivered there. Um, obviously, they got quite fortunate because it was weather dependent, but it's proved that it's, it's good. It works works well yep i agree i think austria is a great v venue for a sprint even though you know on paper it's not like it's got a huge i mean to be fair it's quite a long straight out of turn one so we've got the kink as well into the heavy heavy braking zone of a hairpin which is just beautiful for racing long straights into a hairpin not a fast right or a fast left a heavy braking zone so that drivers can try and outbreak their opponents. It's beautiful. So, yeah, Austria gets a tick from me. Yeah, definitely, 100% agree. It's the way to go. And like Interlagos, which we mentioned is also on this, Like I feel like Austria and Brazil would be the two, like, it's quite clear that Formula One have realized that those two are, like, going to be on the regular and, and work really well for it. Uh, next up is Austin. Yeah. I mean, kind of 50 50 on, on this. Have we Again. had it before? Uh, we had a sprint there this year, yeah. no? I, I have completely blanked it from my memory. Of course, Max Verstappen won. He won. Yeah, see, this is exactly now, now it's coming back to me. Long tracks like this, lots of corners. You, you're kind of more normal, longer. One minute, 30, whatever laps with 17 turns. They get spread out too much. I think you know? that's general racing though, isn't it as well? Like, I guess that's, that could be said for just generally, even with full race weekends, right? Yeah, um, true. But yeah, I, it's not a bad one. I guess the, probably the thinking behind this is that Austin is always a really good venue for, for fans, um, I love it as a circuit. You know, I'm, I'm saying that I don't know if it's going to be good for sprints, but I do love it as a circuit. I feel like it's one of those tracks where, like, it's the real American F1 fan circuit, whereas Miami and Vegas are a bit more fancy and they obviously tried to, like, price the real fans out a little bit, whereas Austin, you know, huge sellout. Everyone's there in their merch. It feels like a, you know, proper track. You think they maybe learn, wouldn't they? That like yeah. a purpose-built racetrack, as opposed to building a racetrack around things, actually does bring in the fans. Because Austin uh, is an amazing venue. I completely agree. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not too I'm not too upset about it being a sprint because uh, I do think that there is the chance for it. You know, it, it it all comes down to competitiveness as well. Like Max Verstappen ruined it 
because he's really good and he drove away in almost every sprint. But in 2021, the sprints felt really tense because every point mattered in that battle. Yeah. Whereas didn't. But the this, sprints so... didn't matter in 2023, really. No. Uh, at least for the for the drivers and the and the constructors championship. At the front, yeah. At the front, yeah. Uh, British bias klaxon. Here we go. Me, Surprise Silverstone after what was quite a good sprint, the first sprint, um, just has never been on the calendar since. They were one of the first three. They always get a massive crowd. Maybe the logic is that they always get a massive crowd for practice anyway, so they don't need to put on an extra thing. But surprise, maybe it's not in the conversation. But Probably was in the conversation. I wonder if there is kind of a a financial benefit as well for having sprints at certain locations. And I'm sure it's not just a case of, ah, a sprint was good here, let's go there sort of thing. You know, that's yeah. why Miami is probably put into this equation. I'm sure there's plenty of promoters for each racetrack or you know, the actual racetracks themselves saying, well, uh, we need a sprint because you know, we didn't have a good race. Or, you know, and I'm sure there's plenty of arguments and conversations around it because sprints do have more eyeballs on it you know, because of the fact that it's a, a, a longer weekend of competitiveness. And I get it, I get it from the casual point of view because you know, say, say a, a motorsport series that I casually like, like a MotoGP or a, a, well, I do love IndyCar, but like I'm not as invested as I am in Formula One. When they have a double race weekend, I will watch the races, but I won't watch qualifying. And I think that is quite clear that you know, they'll bring in extra audience. There will always be more viewers for a race um, than if qualifying, even though us hardcore fans know that qualifying is the GOAT and should just be the main event uh, based on last year. <laughs> you sound like a Ferrari fan, mate. Yeah. You really do. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, next is Interlagos, which will be a very short conversation of whether we think that's yes. good or not. Yes, next. Fantastic. Um, Moving on. They should be there always. And they've clearly learned because this is the fourth year in a row that they've They've gone for it. If they removed Brazil as a sprint, uh, <coughs> we'd need to have a chat. We'd need to have a serious chat. Yeah, I think we, we had this discussion, didn't we, that I think it was actually during our live show that the the middle section, in theory, should separate them out, but they managed to stay close and then they get another bit of DRS on the main straight. And I think because they're pushing all the time in a sprint, they don't maybe back off and think, oh, we'll try again later. They know they can follow through that middle sector, stay in the DRS, then they'll get another go to go back. And that's exactly what, what happened in that epic Brazil sprint. And it's yeah. basically been three from three. Really it's just urgency, one. isn't it? It's urgency from the drivers as opposed to like, I need to keep my tyres in a good window. If I'm going to go longer before I pit, yada, yada, yada. No, it's this amount of laps, go. Qatar next, the final yeah. one. It's Happy. a yes from me, 100% yes. Happy with that, yep. Yeah. Oscar Piastri will also be very happy that it's, <laughs> that's uh, that's there. I think that again, it's, it's a quick, uh, it's the quick, it's short track. tracks. I think just suit so nicely to sprints. They feel frantic. They feel, uh, and the drivers. One thing they will be happy about is this is now end of November, start of December, because obviously we had the big problem of uh, it being a lot hotter than normal this year, and all the drivers uh, had, you know, they were suffering. So. Um, a bit later on in the in the day and yeah I think Qatar works really well as a sprint because it's that quick quick track lots of quick corners and it kind of when when it's a short lap and quick corners I feel like they go by quicker as well 
Yeah. So yeah, I like it. Like it a lot. So that's beautiful. Lovely stuff. That's the six. That is, is there any the that six. missed out that we wish were there? Um, you mentioned Silverstone. Silverstone, but I am an awful British bias. Um, yeah. Let's have a look at the 2024 calendar and see what tracks I think. Uh, Baku, for me, didn't work. Don't, don't think Baku as a sprint. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd say get rid of Miami and put Vegas as a sprint because the racing there was awesome and... Again, high-speed track works really well. Um, I agree with that, actually, but then I, I guess... But then, like, Vegas has already it, got that thing yeah. going for it, so... Vegas has had enough uh, this past year that Miami would then be like, oh, is she getting the sprint as well? Mm. Right, and that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening, as always. This is a special audio one, not a video, so hopefully you feel very special, and we'll see you very soon for another podcast. Tommy, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are... Well done, Formula One, for getting it right on sprints. Look at that. F1 are going to be blushing with us being so nice about them. See you soon. Bye. Bye. P1 is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.